Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But the days of searching the shelves for hidden gems and overlooked call classics is never ending. Join us while we drown in a sea of streaming options and ask the question, what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank. I'm Scott. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> you know they're trying to cancel Metallica? Cancel Metallica? Yeah, so there's like what Stranger Things has made metallica like number one more relevant again yeah yeah like they're on billboard charts and stuff like that Uh so all the people who just found metallica basically they're like oh they're 60 year old men (laughs) they're they got famous when they were 17 are they amber hurting metallica (laughs) it seems to only be people who just found them so you guys can go back to whatever hole you were in metallica didn't get to cornhole the zennials uh what what Oh man! Who are the? I, I'm not sure which ones are the Zennials. Are we the Zennials? No. Are we the Millennials? Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have an answer for that, do you? I know I don't. No. So Zennial <laughs> is like a term. This that could go I on like for hours. <laughs> yeah, Zennials a term that I like to use because we're not Millennials, but we're not. But we're not Gen Xers. I think we just are, though. I think we might just be. It's you don't get to pick. No, you don't. Yeah, I feel like you just don't want to. We fall under millennial, but that upsets me because I can do functional things in life, and I have some coming. None of that shit is real, man. I know it's not real, but I'm gonna say there are trends, perhaps societal trends, in behavior patterns. Tonight we discuss. Oh shit. Oh, fuck. Hold on. I fucked that up. <laughs> my forearm touched my phone and it did something weird. <laughs> that was fucking crazy. No. Were you about to deliver a monologue? Uh, yeah, man. I was feeling it. And then a bright <laughs> light flashed out of the corner of my eye and I thought I was getting fucking... Uh, fucking... I don't know, dude. It's... No. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Hold on. Let's shake it off like Mariah Carey yeah. and let's do this. Yeah. What'd you watch this week? Dude, I watched some (laughs) shit this week. I didn't finish Scream. Not yet. You know, I think last time we were on, I was halfway through three. I finished three. Rewatched four. Emma Roberts. I did not remember that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Remembered that after I watched it. Oh, didn't I tell you that when we were doing Paradise Hills? I don't think you told me specifically that it was her. Oh, really? I don't think so. Oh, I didn't tell you that it was her. That it was her. But no, yeah, I told you she was in the movie. Because you were like, why is Hayden Pinnett here? The characters in that franchise are so fucking goofy. (laughs) Yeah, they are. (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter who made which movie, like, whatever, who wrote it. I think that the very, very crazy trick of the Scream movies Uh is that they start with Drew Barrymore. (laughs) Who gives a fucking amazing performance. And well, so you've, you're like, I'll accept anything now. So the second one, though, you know, Jada Pinkett and Omar Epps go to the movie. It's Heather Graham that they're oh, watching. as Drew Barrymore's character? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fucking Heather Graham. I loved that in four, when they're cycling through all the movies that have been made, all the stab movies, it ends on fucking Rogue and Kristen Bell. <laughs> Rogue? Oh, Anna Paquin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I never remember Anna Paquin, <laughs> even though what? Was it the piano? I just don't remember her as Rogue. Did she, did she get an Academy Award as a child for the piano? I think it was the piano. Or was she nominated? I think it was the piano, but my whole life I thought it was for Fly Away Home. 
oh, get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Because when I was a little kid, I was like, that movie made me so sad. I cried. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. She's rogue. Don't get it twisted. Fucking who's Anna Paquin? Oh, no, yeah. she's sucky. It's, oh, fuck. Don't go there. I didn't do that. I chose not to do that. I, I really liked it. At least at the beginning, I did. That was a life choice for me not to do True Blood. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, True Blooders out there. What? That was one of the books I threw away in an airport. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's I a read bigger fuck you than everything I, like, I just fuck said. This shit. Like, um, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Um, the first Sookie Stackhouse book. I I was like, I really like that show, and I like read it, and I was like, I fucking hate this book. <laughs> well, and okay, so Scream. I need to watch five. Once I watch five, I'm caught up. Have you ever started a movie and then about 15 minutes in, you realize you've seen the fucking movie? <laughs> it happens but, sometimes. Okay, so I watched Out of the Furnace with Christian Bale. <laughs> I almost said with Patrick Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then um, I finally watched some trash TV. What does that mean? <laughs> okay, back when we used to have cable instead of 10 <clears throat> streaming services, we'd watch a show called Bad Girls Club. Oh, I, when my trash TV is like, I watched fucking Stargate for four hours. <laughs> oh, no, I'm talking like Flavor of Love. With oh. with flavor Flav. Yeah, yeah. Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. A shot at love with Tila Tequila. Ugh. Let me just go through all the shots on MTV. No, trash TV, Bad Girls Club, shit like that. Ugh. So I started, I watched a little bit of Below Deck. <laughs> what the fuck? What's Below Deck? It's about it's a reality show about the crew of like private yachts that you Oh rent. god. Yes. Yes, I mean it's the definition of trash TV. Below deck, it is what it is. I'm, I'm ashamed. Uh, yeah, but I think somebody else to told me about that too. It's people uh. talked about it, and it's got seven seasons on fucking Peacock or Paramount, wherever I watched it. Peacock. I'd rather watch Shipmates. Yeah, so that and you know, being a dad, I watched Frozen for the first time. Frozen was huge. She's three years old. We're just now watching Frozen. We couldn't get her into it before. But I've oh, seen... you were like, I thought she was cool, man. Now she wants to watch I this. No, it's like, dude, <laughs> have you seen Frozen? No, we watch Moana. We like our singing this way. No, I, mine has to have The Rock in it, okay? I, I can't watch this shit with Chris. The Rock in Moana? Yeah, dude, he's wow. Maui. I, I haven't seen a children's movie really in a, in a while, except, you know. What can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yep. Okay. Don't get me singing fucking Disney songs. We're uh, not here for this. Oh god. Um. But yeah, Frozen. Uh. What What did you check out? I watched Paper Girls on Amazon. It's Paper? fucking amazing. I saw a preview for it's that. Gone places I didn't think it was gonna go. Like should I don't I really watch want it. Paper Girls. Yeah, I think you should. It's, okay. It starts. It looks a little like uh, the budget of a BBC show at a certain like early Doctor <laughs> Who time. <laughs> At first, okay. like the camera, like yeah, yeah. the film, it just looks kind of grainy and the frame rate is a little off, mm -hmm. like fast or something. And so it looks kind of unreal. It, it settled in fine. It has uh, Ali Wong and Jason Manzukis and uh, four 12 year old girls that are really good actors. Okay. And uh, it's time travel. Fucking bonkers. It's just, it's about four paper girls that they're on their route and they end up time traveling and meeting themselves in the future it's fucking crazy but it, it, it went it went we really like left field of like what the fuck is happening <laughs> several times in like the most nerdy way possible very cool it's a it's based on a brian k vaughn comic book i've never read but uh he wrote why the last man the comic book that mm. i named my dog after <laughs> <laughs> 
You have to rem- you have to remember. Yeah. You have to remind me my about these comic is named book things. Ampersand, and he's named after a monkey from a Brian K. Vaughn comic there, book. Yes, yes. Okay, that sounds familiar now. But no, I still have not read that <laughs> comic series. Uh, no, I was just telling you who Brian K. Vaughn was. He I, he was also a lost writer, adapted under the dome for series, and then it got moved to CBS. I think he quit. He was like, but they they still his name on it. Oh, but he wasn't. Really I think he a was. I it? think he had like gone. Away. He created it and developed it, and then Pink Stars are falling. It ended up on CBS, okay. and he was not around. How many seasons did that have? More than it needed. <laughs> Live fire exercise. Yeah, like they could have verbatim shot the book in two. Yeah, and yeah, that was very uh, CBS. <laughs> But Cable-y. not that's the official term. Like Cable-y. not as good as Jericho CBS. Jericho still need to watch that second season you told me about. I never watched. Oh, you it. just thought it was like <laughs> when it was canceled. It was canceled. Yeah, yeah. And so I I liked that. You, you it was t- pretty good. It was canceled. You told me that they did, no, they did another one to wrap it up. Yeah. I haven't checked that out. What happened to Skeet Ulrich? What did happen to Skeet Ulrich? He was on the show Touch. What the fuck is Touch? It was uh, I don't know. I never watched it. I just know that's what it was called. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, he was on. T- what's yeah, the- I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> fucking- uh, that's the bullshit. The guy with the theory. hair and sometimes I, yeah, I mean, I'm right, but <laughs> <laughs> you're just making shows up on a podcast. Oh yeah, he was in Farminga Goes West. Far- <laughs> I know my Ingas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Paper Girls was the most notable thing. Yeah, we got two episodes left, so maybe it, it's terrible. There after. you go. But so, we made it that far. Well, and not much watching much else. It sounds like you locked on. Well, Kelly kept being like, "Do you want to watch the show? Do you want to watch the show?" And I was like, "I don't know." We started watching it. And I was like, "It's a fucking Brian K. Vaughn thing." <laughs> and then it, it took off and went places I did not expect it to go. Gotcha. It yeah. happens. Jason Manzukis is the funniest person to ever live. So he's Rafi on. The league. I, I was just thinking about your comment. I just seeing him stand there <laughs> makes me laugh. Like he'll, he'll just be like, sit there. <laughs> See, is it so? I is it weird that I feel that way about Theo Vaughn lately? That guy is really funny. Uh, the thing that you got me to watch about Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. That was awesome. <laughs> oh man! But other than that, I just watched the usual TV okay. suspects that I've been plugging through. Oh, see, and I know I watch, oh, I watch an old man show on Netflix, Forged in Fire. <laughs> yeah. Your the, TV your TV and movie habits are starting to get a little odd lately. Yeah. It may be like a symptom of bipolar disorder. <laughs> <laughs> like I just need to yeah, know yeah, that like, I'm watching something bad. Yeah. When I was a little kid, my stepdad used to come home and just, he would drink Yoo-Hoo and watch DuckTales. I would always be like, what the fuck is going on? Because mm-hmm. I was even getting to an age a little too old to want to watch DuckTales at the time. But I get it now. He had a hard job, and then he would drive very far to come home. And then he would sit in a fucking chair and watch DuckTales and drink Yoo-Hoo. And now I understand. DuckTales. Woo! Yeah, why a 50-year-old man wants to do that? Because he fucking could. Yeah, it's fucking it's kind of badass. Uh, yeah. Kind of boss. Uh, <laughs> this week, we watched Ninja Turtles. I know I said that I haven't watched a little kid movie in a long time. This movie doesn't count. Nah, it's from our childhood, but it's not. It's so deep in our childhood. It's crazy. Watching this, like moments in time were flying back to me. Like, the first time you said it, it. what did I say? Uh, Doritos in a soda? Because I would always have a bag of Doritos. I'd sit on my bed, Doritos in a soda, watch I, that movie to start my night. It's been so long since I saw this movie that I didn't realize how many times I watched when I was a kid. 
like you said, like you, it was, you were this quoting was, things. This was my favorite movie at one time. Yeah. Like, said, there was nothing better than this except maybe Ghostbusters. Okay. Like, but, nothing is as good as this, Ghostbusters, and The Empire Strikes Back. The, those were the big three. I hadn't seen it in a... I thought I'd seen this one, but I think I'd actually watch two. Two is what I'd watch more recently It had been anything. a long time. We watched it so we could see if it held up, and I think it might have even though we both uh have all the nostalgia because i don't think you could have this nostalgia about another ninja turtles movie no. not with not the cgi ones those aren't gonna hold up Mm-mm. when cgi gets better and you know i never saw tmnt i did sadly it had megan fox yeah it was such a big part of my childhood that i was like i mean i'm gonna watch whatever one they put out i feel like it's because this one was so treated me like such an adult when i was a kid mm-hmm. because as far as movies like that go jim henson always treated you like an adult the way he told a story was not obvious you know it wasn't like treating you like you're a kid and you might not understand <laughs> and i feel like this was one of those kind of movies like that i don't think ghostbusters was necessarily made for a five-year-old you know <laughs> it was just part of the it was acceptable but that was kids. why it was so important when i was a kid was it was a movie that felt like i was being treated like an adult watching it seeing the story they were so it. cool do they do that now with kids movies i'm sure there's something well you watch kids movies more often i know you haven't gotten to that point yet i'm more they... in the animated yeah because we're not doing you know feature films we're still in that animated phase only in tv shows in blippy yeah blippy i don't know what that is he's this guy <laughs> he's worth millions now i'm sure he just... Wait, is he like a, a wiggle that broke off or some shit? He wears an outfit. The sh- Everything's like color coordinated. And he goes and visits places and does things. And he's like, isn't that fun? <laughs> and oh, like his voice... I mean, this laugh is like blippy. <laughs> and then I didn't know till I was in a meeting at work. And one of the moms was like, oh, yeah, blippy. But don't Google like what he's done in his past. <laughs> well, okay. I have, I'm going to do that yeah, now. No, I'm thanks, doing that immediately. Thanks for getting me to Google this. Uh, he used to make these crazy, wacky, fucking out there videos, and apparently, once he shit on somebody in one of his videos, like legit, like Gigi Allen shit on somebody. Yeah, like he shat on someone. Up, cool. Apparently, I didn't read the whole story. What was it? A fun thing for everyone involved? I believe so. Okay, cool. Well, who gives a fuck? Yeah, he did, but he like that's the thing. He did this wacky, but he found the niche. You know. Yeah, I I bet we just don't live in the right time. I bet if you go far enough back, like we have a blippy. Yeah, like there or like Rafi was peeing on people or something. Yeah, like I mean, that. I haven't looked at, f- looked Raffy, at footage. Uh... Was it Baby Beluga guy? Oh, you remember that shit? I don't... <laughs> no, what the fuck? Are you... What is that? It was weird. Some weird little kid folk singer when I was a kid. No, he was I, big. I wasn't part of the original Bozo the Clown crew, but it still came on TV as a young child. And I'm sure if you look at video of Bozo the Clown, that shit looks creepy. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And did Bozo smoke a cigar on stage? I think so. Yeah, just times yeah. were different. Well, this movie had a little kid smoking a cigar in it. Smoking a cigar, and they were passing around cigarettes like they do in prison movies. Yeah, we might bounce around and get overly excited during this one because this was really. Really a weird experience. This was 1990. Give us a summary. So we have a very detailed summary this time. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle Power. The world's most fearsome fighting team. They're heroes in a half shell and they're green. When the evil Shredder attacks, these turtle boys don't cut him no slack. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
Splinter taught them to be ninja teens. Leonardo leads Donatello does machines. Raphael is cool but crude. Michelangelo is a party dude. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell Turtle Power, based on the comic book by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, directed by Steve Barron. It's starring Judith Hogue, Elias Codius, Josh Pace, David Foreman, Leif Tilden, Michael Sisti, Corey Feldman, which I did look up some stuff but couldn't find it. And the uh, reason what I was looking for. Corey Feldman is so far down that list is I listed all the body actors first. Yes. Because, come on, man. And that's why there's two names listed on each character yeah. on IMDb. Except for... Which the, I had to check. That didn't click in my head at well, first. Well, the very first guy, Josh Pace, mm-hmm. uh, he plays Raphael and does his voice. And he pops up in the movie another time. Is he the one who's like some and thug or something? No, like, he's and, the guy in the cab. When Raph jumps over the cab... Yeah. And he's chasing Casey Jones. Uh-huh. And he's like, I got to get to LaGuardia. Like, that's him. That's one of the Ninja Turtles? It's Raphael. It's the guy who plays Raphael and does his voice. He's, so, this... Raphael who jumps over the hood, the guy who plays him is in the cab. Amazing. Is that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Inception? Yes. Except <laughs> uh, the other people were Robbie Rist, Brian Tachi, and Kevin Clash. Kevin Clash? Kevin Who's Clash Ke- is Elmo. <gasps> He splinters voice, Andy puppeted Splinter, and then I think he left Sesame Street because he was accused of some sort of sexual allegations. Uh, A bummer. But, I mean, it's still fucking crazy. Yeah. No, I had no idea. Yeah, because this was so elaborate with the animatronics and everything. I don't think I noticed as much as I did this watch as I did, you know. But, yeah, I feel like people were really focused that Corey Feldman was Donatello. And when I was a kid, I thought Corey Feldman was in Donatello. But he's not. There's a different dude in there. <laughs> That's so not... there's a dude in there who who trained really hard and did martial arts. And Corey Feldman is getting the credit. Corey. But he did all the like movements and stuff and made it a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. And then some other guy was off camera. He should have gotten credit, too, for remote control in that face. Although uh, that would have been a lot of names to read just now. <laughs> oh, man. Corey Feldman. And there's a ton more people in this movie. Just random. So random. I saw the one. I saw the one. I used to think Sam Rockwell was in Pete and Pete. And then I looked it up and it was commonly thought that Sam Rockwell was in Pete and Pete as Endless Mike, the mm-hmm. bully. But it was actually this guy, Rick Gomez. And everybody thought it was Sam Rockwell. So Sam Rockwell is in Ninja Turtles. But if you look on IMDb, so is the guy that plays Endless Mike. And I think it might be that someone just thought that that was him. Okay, so... And mistook Sam Rockwell for him. Before I watched it, you told me there's more people in this than I probably knew. And so I went into it watching... Because I hadn't checked IMDb yet because I was like, I want it to be a surprise. Yeah, well, I was looking for fucking Endless Mike the whole movie. And he wasn't there. Check this out. I never saw him. Listen to this. I didn't check the names, right? I'm watching it. When April got jumped at the beginning in the parking lot, Uh I was like, fuck, is that Sam Rockwell? But then he's in like the hideout is the next time I see him. And that's Sam Rockwell. So was Endless Mike the one who got jumped in the the parking lot? God damn it. That's what I'm saying, Oh, dude. my God. They're both in the because movie. Because I didn't know the Sam Rockwell thing, but I was like, oh, is that Sam Rockwell? And then I was like, well, but maybe not. But they used not. to get those two confused from Pete and Pete. Because it's so weird if they are in the same movie together. I thought that was weird enough. But then when I was like, I couldn't find no, it. No, man. If you felt like it, it's it's when she gets jumped. So if you were to hit play, it's towards the beginning. Yeah. Because when it shows Sam Rockwell. When she leaves the work hideout, and she's wearing the yellow the raincoat. Yeah, yeah, shout out. The yellow raincoat. Apparently. The yellow jumpsuit. They had the yellow jumpsuit made and they were like, ah, too we, yeah, much. We can't like do too it. obvious. I think they tried a white one and they mm-hmm. were just like, it was at a time. It would have been weird if she was wearing a jumpsuit. Maybe five years ago. At 1985? Yeah, you could have gotten away with a yellow pleather 
jumpsuit. But they did the raincoat. It was a good touch. It was. Nice little shout out. This movie the... felt so fucking real compared to some of the superhero movies you see. A lot of the Marvel movies, they're not going to hold up. Just It's going to start to look hokey. No matter how real you think it there looks, were parts of it two... will look hokey one There day. were parts of this that were just grimy, dirty. You felt dirty. Yeah, but 30 years, 32 years ago, this movie came out, and those fucking Ninja Turtles look good. The practical effect is fucking amazing. They used a lot of animatronic stuff back then. You know, we don't see it as much now. <laughs> no, I wish we did. I mean, Jurassic Park. Labyrinth, never-ending story. Those are Jim Henson, aren't they? Uh, no, no uh, never-ending story well, isn't. And what about, uh, what's his name? Uh, Falcor. Oh, yeah, that was an animatronic. Yeah. Yeah. Or was it Falcor? The fucking werewolf from American Werewolf in London. Yeah, that shit um, was an animatronic. Chucky from Child's Play. And then there's something yeah. that I saw a while back. Supposedly, the Crypt Keeper is Chucky's animatronic body broken down with makeup. Really? Oh, yeah. that's crazy. I never fact-checked it, but I saw it in two places now. I've seen it in two places, and I'm like, why would people be talking about it like that? You like, is it just a coincidence? Immediately. I did because I was like, because oh, I'm like, no, it's not old enough. And I'm like, wait, the timeline, like, I'm like, maybe it is old enough to where they could have scrapped. There's something about the eyes now that you say that, but I don't know if it's because you said that that I think. I know. Uh, and it's one of those things I wanted to believe, but also it's just some bullshit somebody threw out there and then somebody else picked it up at a certain point, And I read it, you know, both places. <laughs> like. Well, fucking somebody when I was a little kid told me Burt Reynolds was gay. I thought Burt Reynolds was gay until I was like 25. <laughs> You thought Gator was gay? Well, it's just like, they were like, I mean, look at that mustache. And I think I was like, I was a little kid. So I was just like, yeah, yeah, I look guess Look at that so. mustache. Look at but, the 80s, I was like, that's man. fucked up. My dad has that mustache, too. Tom Selleck wasn't gay, was he? No. No, but somebody, when I was a little kid, told me they thought that Burt Reynolds was gay. And somewhere in my head, I was just like, sure, whatever. And I like logged it. And then I was like 25. And yeah. I was like, isn't Burt Reynolds gay? And people were like attacking me. I feel like we should have a Seinfeld moment. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right we're getting into all these mustaches i mean but i mean no, that's just one of those things i feel like why adults do I wanna... told kids bullshit when we were kids you know like they would just be like yeah this and then send you on your way and you'd walk out into life with this bad information true story we talk about misinformation now but the shit that our parents thought they knew that it was yeah, implanted in they us were concerned about the weirdest <laughs> shit like this fucking movie, because of this and the cartoon, uh -huh. nunchucks illegal all over the place because they had to take them from kids. Kids were smacking themselves yeah, in the face violent. with them. Yeah, the shit that popped up when I searched about how how many different measures were taken in places. Uh, did you see the thing in the UK? Like they changed it to Teenage Mutant Ninja Heroes because they thought that ninja implied too much violence. Oh no, I was overwhelmed with just the things that, I was there noticing. There's so much on this, right? There's so much. There's, it's deep. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe is deep when it comes to weird little facts and, you know, trivias. Because if you're in your, like, mid to late 30s, you were in the middle of this. But, I mean, Ghostbusters came out the year I was born. I was so into it when I was a little kid. Yeah. I wish I had those toys. I did. I box. had the firehouse, man. Oh, I had the car and the guys. I had the car, the firehouse, the helicopter. Mm -hmm. Do you remember how like I the, had no ghosts? The lasers were come the to plastic. think of it. I think I had a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, but that was it. Like I didn't. I didn't. Get, I, don't ha I didn't have a slime. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, I don't have any stuff to fight. 
dude, did I not have any ghosts to fight? Yeah, I was. So they were just living in a dollhouse in my room. <laughs> they were out in my just life. waiting for a call. Uh, their packs were missing. You know, like, do you remember how the actual like the zap was like a solid piece of plastic? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I, did you gone. have the pack? This has turned I, into a Ghostbusters conversation. No, the I, same realm though. Yeah. Like as far as like cartoons and so I know Ghostbusters. The cartoon came afterwards. After this cartoon was first. And that cartoon and was my childhood. Completely. But the things that were different in the movie were because they were from the comic book. Mm-hmm. And this movie walked a weird line where it didn't step on anything. Mm-hmm. Either thing. It didn't alienate anyone. I know that uh, we'll jump around a whole lot. Splinter's backstory, that's mostly from the comic book mm-hmm. a little bit. But I think Shredder ends up being the brother of the guy Splinter's owner killed. Was that it's stop motion? So <laughs> kind of like kung fu movie. You know, so the splinter black and the, the it goes deep there it for wasn't, a second. It was little puppets, man. The Those little were teeny, puppets? the baby turtles. Well, okay, but the little turtles were like real red-eared sliders, right? Like they were real turtles. Yeah, uh, s- some of them, the ones that were walking not around the, in the ones ooze. that looked like the baby ones. No, the ones that were like pizza. Yeah, pizza. Yeah, no. it's fucking adorable, man. Did you notice though the way they look? Is the way that the bad one looks in the second one, but bigger? Oh yeah, kind of. That's that was the look. The the not Bebop and Rocksteady's from the next movie. Not Bebop and Rocksteady. I was so betrayed when I was a kid. I bet it was from the comic book. The comic book may have been too weird for me. After like, was it Kang? Was Krang? The, Krang from the cartoon? Fuck. Yeah, Krang. Uh, yeah. So the cartoon was way weirder than the movies mm-hmm. until the second one. And I think even as a kid, I was like, oh fuck, you stepped over the like. The Dark Knight line that I don't know about yet. <laughs> you know, where you made like a movie. It's like so realistic. It's just uh, these fucking ninja turtles that live yeah. in the sewer. Even Casey Jones in this movie is aware that this is no way to live. <laughs> <laughs> and he was pretty skeezy. That opening scene of the movie was, I don't know if it was just overly nostalgic or it just really established what kind of movie this was going to be. With the music, the... <laughs> you did it People so are good. stealing the TVs and stuff. <laughs> that lady's watching TV on her fucking hey, porch. Man, those are some dark and ominous tones. <laughs> Dude, it really, it held. It held it held a lot of weight. And with April's news broadcast over it and everything, yeah. talking about the Foot Clan. Oh, God. I started it with Olympia before she passed out. And it, during the crime wave, one of the crime wave sequences, when yeah. that lady's crocheting and she turns and the TV's gone, Olympia was like, she was just sitting on her porch trying to crochet and watch some TV. I know, it's so sad. Like, <laughs> she's like, yeah. fucking New York City. Like, oh, man. I was. <laughs> I was just watching her. She's like, oh, that poor, she was just trying to sit outside and enjoy the day. The city needs help. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I can't remember the last, uh, the most recent crime wave in Austin. Not like that. I thought it was tasteful that, like, the only guys dressed as ninjas were just, like, they were the ones that were in the van, like, mm-hmm. taking the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, or you just didn't see him. Okay, the pickpocketing scene. You know, with the wallet? It was really elaborate. It was like the first (laughs) shot of the movie, and fucking, he like picks the pocket and hands it off and then holds it. No, hey, how many handoffs were there, though? I think there were three. 
there might have been more than three and I, <laughs> I was trying to rationalize i'm like okay so wait is that so if somebody like yanks on one of them's arm it's not there because somebody else already has it well, who are you trying to throw off if you're a meta fucking <laughs> new york cop in times square he's not, he does not from, care about that shit yeah if the guy you stole it from didn't feel you swipe it is there a need for it to trade hands three to 27 times <laughs> before you sit again yeah you got wall. away fucking give it a break and then you lean up against a wall in an alleyway and hand it to guy in a fucking ninja suit <laughs> with vegetable strainers for eyeballs the foot clan is the silliest fucking bad guy in the history of like but that's the thing is the ninja turtles comic book they fucking time travel in a disembodied talking cow head all the time <laughs> so what we got was the dark fucking night we got the nolan yeah <laughs> we got this is like a christopher nolan ninja turtles movie <laughs> can you fucking believe this it it's fucking absurd yeah but it fucking <laughs> is though like really it's fucking nuts it was like taken so seriously and they did such a good job what i can't remember was i saw this in the theater when i was a little kid it was one of my first movies mm-hmm. uh i don't remember there being like cartoon sound effects during the fighting, but I can't remember if there were this time or not. Because I remember when I got the VHS tape when I was a kid, I was like, what's with the fucking cartoon noise? Like if there was a leg sweep, was there like a zoop? Yeah. But that I can't. Kind of a thing? I don't know if they were in this cut of it. Mm-hmm. Always been one of those things where I was like, I got to trash down a Ninja Turtles copy without the cartoon <laughs> sounds. Uh, so just you talking about it. It didn't ring any bells. So maybe they're gone. I don't think I heard it. Maybe they're gone. I think they were like, this is so violent. We can't have little kids doing karate in their backyard. Yeah. Kicking and punching. Well, and I thought long and hard about who was my favorite when I was a kid. It was Raphael. I was a Leonardo guy because he had swords. You were a Leonardo guy? I think so. Oh, because I felt like his weird, weapons dude. were the most dangerous. Oh, second, I would go with Donatella, straight up. Have you seen the breakdowns as to why they have the weapons for, like, why those weapons are? No. Dude, I read something the other day looking this up. That's one thing I wish I had taken down. It was this deep explanation of why Splinter had given each one of them their weapons. I read the novelization of this movie Mm -hmm. when I was a kid. That's how into that shit I was. Mm -hmm. And I remember there's the training sequence. It's like a montage of them in that field. And Leonardo has the blindfold on sparring in the field like that. That was like a whole thing about using your senses and stuff in the novelization of the movie. Because they used to do that all the time back then. I wish I would have taken what I read about the description of why they got their weapons it was deep and it made sense. I was like, oh shit. It hit me. What's weird is how like emotionally attached to this I am. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I didn't realize and, and thinking back on it, I don't know if I saw the first one in theaters, but I remember seeing the second one at North Cross Theater. I think I did. I, I saw Teenage Mutant th- That's Ninja one of those gray area times. I know I saw Batman in the theater in 1989. I did too because you know what? The film burnt up in the middle of it. We well, had to do I, an intermission. I remember my mom was like kind of mad. I was in the women's restroom. I was in the women's restroom with my mom during intermission because she had to take me with her. I was like, what, five? We were four or five? Yeah. Um, I remember the women's restroom. Yeah. My first movie was Uncle Buck. Really? It was my very first movie. That's the first one you can remember My in dad theater? took me to see Uncle Buck when I was a little kid. I remember All Dogs Go to Heaven, which was Jesus. I don't remember the cartoons as much, the ones that I saw in the theater. I can't bring up a single instance of seeing a cartoon in the movie theater in my mind. Pocahontas, Aladdin, Lion King. None of those? No, I can't remember. I it was usually live a... action stuff. We so, didn't go for the... 
the cartoons. My family had just discovered Bastrop. Maybe my mom was like, I don't want to sit through that. <laughs> See, yeah. And there was a certain point when, I, you know. It's just like, if we wait, I don't have to watch it with him. Yeah, we got to see Pocahontas. Bastrop used to have a old-timey theater. Mm-hmm. It had a balcony. Oh, yeah. We got I've to been go to a few see of those. Pocahontas in the Bastrop movie theater, which had a balcony. Yeah, that's um, cool. Later on, we also saw Nine Months there. <laughs> I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Hugh Grant. What a weird fucking time. I was nine, I remember. So, I mean, if that was 90. Yeah, I vividly remember the two and three coming out. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can't remember if I saw those in the theater or not. See, I, I kn- didn't like Ninja Turtles 2 and 3 as much, even when I was a kid. I knew they were not. I love that Vanilla Ice. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. I remember go, liking go, that. Ninja. But I remember so- thinking something was weird about the third one. And it was definitely their suits and the quality of the animatronic yeah like all that stuff had slipped well in this one was so with the way their lips moved and their teeth weren't over the top yet no in three their teeth are just it's a monstrosity they're too big like how much does a ninja turtle tooth weigh (laughs) just one is it like a megalodon tooth you know it's got to be like oh the time that i had to research one of the things i found was the clusterfuck they had between one and two Oh really? Yeah. So I this would was imagine... the highest grossing independent film of all time until 1999 when the Blair Witch Project came out. No shit. Yes. I saw something. What was it? 135 million this gross? Something like that. I didn't really look at the numbers, but I it was saw a it in lot. One of the articles I read. One of the articles I read said 135. I don't think anyone knew how if it wasn't like an indie film and a big company had made it there's no way it would have been this good until we watched this and i read a little i did not know this was considered an indie film yeah at that time wasn't it was it dimension or was it uh i think i saw dimension i think it might have been dimension i think i saw that before the movie yeah back then you know that was when miramax was Mm -hmm. like that indie is dimension also scream yeah sorry just saying yeah a lot of west craven movies are dimension yeah cool Nah. He may have owned it or something. I I don't even remember anymore. Yeah. Well, and I mean, now uh, you watch a movie, company. what, there's fucking eight production company credits before you start. <laughs> I actually saw something. Somebody. Oh, what's the one you got me to watch with? Um, not Michael Sarah, Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> um, the houses. Oh, Vivarium. It was about Vivarium. Go to the opening credits. Fucking count the fucking production companies. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. It was dumb. This guy did a TikTok, and I was like, I watched that, and I didn't realize how many different, like, flashes <laughs> of, of company names. You know, I was I thinking when I was, I forget which game I was playing. It might have been The Quarry. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, the game production companies are still going by really slowly. And I was like, for as fast as video games load up now, you can just play, yeah. and that's what we all want. Come you're on. still looking. You're, at the you're still gonna sit here and make me what three seconds of a production company? The slow flash, the f- the fade in, fade out. Yeah, the fade in, fade out. And then sometimes the, the I feel animation. like at least movies with lots of production companies listed uh-huh. at the beginning, they're aware of it. They're like, let's get through this real fast. See, the Vivarium one, it was painful, and this guy's just laughing <laughs> while he's looking. I had no idea. I guess we might have been talking. You know, oh, fuck that movie was so good though. It was worth it. Vivarium's worth it. You were right about that one. I'm glad I. Yeah. The scene when they go to Shredder's warehouse or the the Foot Clan hideout. Yeah, the hideout. It's the East Warehouse on Lairdman Island. Yeah. Which is a Eastman and reference the guys who made the comic book. That's right. Uh, Sam Rockwell right. gives him the direct. Yeah, he, he tells him where the, the address end. to it. I did not notice that. Yeah, that's cool. I had no I didn't notice. Those two guys are apparently they're listed in the cast as extras. You can't see Kevin Eastman. He's the guy who drives the garbage truck. 
at the end of the movie. And then like jumps out and, and runs. Yeah, but you just see like his head. I did notice on the dashboard of uh, the dump truck, there was a picture of like a hot chick, but she's like in a bathing suit, like a one piece. And I'm like, well, you know, imply it, but don't show it with the kids movie, I guess. The, the only like, like, that's corny as fuck. Sort of out of uh, kid realm thing that I saw in this entire movie was Casey Jones when he says like, oh, you're claustrophobic. And he's like, I, I've never looked at a guy that way. <gasps> I didn't notice. And he goes, no, it's a fear of enclosed spaces. And like, that was it. But I was like, oh. How about the back massage scene? I remember that being uh Dude, April O'Neil's nipping in the feel kitchen. Funny when I was a kid. She's nipping in the kitchen, then she gets a back massage and the Ninja Turtles walk in. Who is it? Michelangelo and Raphael? Oh yeah, because that's the turtle, turtle wax, wax joke. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a kid I loved. That was awesome. I was like, it's turtle wax. Oh yeah. Um anyway. That's probably why you missed this saucy romance. It was I, I was like, where's this coming from? How's she over here? You know, like I remember she kissed him at the end, but that was it. Didn't remember that back massage. I didn't remember the back massage being like that. Cause watching it now, I'm like, well, that's fucking yeah. random. But he's he's in his prime. That's when Elias was in the prophecy, you know? That's saucy. <laughs> Do you remember the prophecy? Christopher Walken? Yeah. And uh, Elias Codius. Who was he? He's the main character in the prophecy. Is he? He's the guy who like, or he was a, a priest and then mm -hmm. he has the whole break and leaves. And so the movie follows him. Mm. And then it also follows Christopher Walken. I guess I need to rewatch the prophecy. He's in the very beginning of the prophecy. Aren't too. there a couple movies? Uh, there's three of them. Three. There might be five. Who and knows? And was there a series? Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Don't think so? No, I don't think they went that far. The uh, prophecy, well, the, I remember the first prophecy movie is mm -hmm. good. Vigo Morrison is the devil. You know, uh, Casey Jones is a priest in a horror movie more recent. Is uh, he really? I think he's done that a few times. A he, few times. I yeah, think he it was is in now. The Killing as well at the end. Yeah. Okay. I was watching this and I was like, oh man, he doesn't know that he's going to go bald with that beautiful hair. The long, long, beautiful locks. hair. Yeah. Because I didn't recognize him a few times well, when he started popping up more prominently again. I think at the time of this movie, from what I calculated, he was 29. So this is a 29. Uh, yeah. It's a 29 year old also, Casey Jones. He's wearing sweatpants, like gray sweatpants, the entire fucking movie. So he lands a reporter in gray sweatpants. Grungy, obviously unemployed. And I think he was wearing an athletic cup all the time. Yeah, he's... I think they were like, if you want to wear those, <laughs> we're going to have to deal with this. This is for children. So at the beginning, you see the Twin Towers. Do they say that it's New York? No, we all point? knew what New York was. Yeah, and but did they ever... Also, we all knew that that's where the Ninja Turtles lived by then. The cartoon had been around for three years. But did they say it? I just wanted to know... I'm sure April O'Neil says it at the end of her news report. I'm April O'Neil for Channel 3 News, New York. You know? Okay, that'd be a good one. I just felt as if I'm just I didn't making actually this up. hear I... <laughs> oh, Okay. I, don't, I didn't actually hear it. Are you it. Frank Filling? I knew it was fucking New York. Everyone was eating pizza on the yeah. street. No, that was the second one. Now I'm mixing memories together. I think uh, the opening scene was the city. Did you notice all the product placement, Frank? Yeah. I at the hide Burger King at the hideout. It's going to be real weird. Ocean Spray. Where was Ocean Spray? On the table. They were all drinking it. Oh. At April's apartment. But I realized, also I saw Pepsi a bunch of times. Uh -huh. I think Pepsi owns Ocean Spray. Or did. Oh, do they still have Ocean Spray? Ocean Spray is still a thing, I believe. Oh, weird. Um, Yeah, you know, drink cranberry juice to pass the piss test. I don't think that'll work. Fact or fiction. <laughs> Burger it's, King, yeah. It's funny, it's funny what you believe when you're young. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Pizza Hut, too. Domino's. It was Domino's. It was Domino's. Yeah. Critters, did you notice that? I that that is in my notes. Fucking twice. 
twice. There's oh, a there's critters a poster, poster there earlier, a, yes. and then Raph goes and sees it sees and it. thinks it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, I had that down because I. There's no pleasing him. As a child, I felt as if I made no critters correlation. The scene where they go to the Foot Clans thing, I think I started talking about this and then got sidetracked. Then we drifted. Massively sidetracked. Narc, the arcade game. Do uh-huh. you remember that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they were like pulling them out of places back then. That was that was good shit. Because yeah, everyone was like, that's the most violent video game ever. And One of those like, damn movies that made me want to skateboard even though I could not skateboard. Because that cool ramp. I feel like this was why I bought a skateboard. My first skateboard was a Teenage Mutant. I was just idolizing the delinquent Foot Clan. Dude, I was like, God, they got it so good. I had the skateboard from the cartoon. Like the. It had them on the bottom, and it was one of those that had a ton of that rubber trim. You know, it was like a kid's skateboard. Yeah, Yeah, nothing like you see on the streets nowadays. No, um, no, I, (laughs) I had that, and I kept trying and trying. Nothing. Ever. You had the wrong skateboard. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why don't the wheels roll on this asphalt? I wanted one. They bought me one of those like plastic banana boards. You know? Oh, no, man. That I... was awful. No, I did have one of those fucking balls that you, it was like the shittiest pogo stick of all time. Oh, with the handle thing? Where it was like a disc and with a rubber ball stuck in it. And then it you was just, like a platform. You would just feet. kind of bounce on it. We had some shit toys. We were being fed crap. Gak. Stretch Armstrong. Uh, Mighty Mac. Flum was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was Gak over Flow. I had some Flow. I think they got me both for Christmas uh, or something. I never had the moon shoes from Nickelodeon. Do you remember those? Were they called? Moon I would shoes? see them in the Sears catalog. I remember I'd go over to certain you friends' see kids, houses. They had these things where Sears would show you all the stuff they had. Yeah. You could make your Christmas list off that shit. It was the size of the family Bible. But they had Ninja Turtle stuff in there. And then you end up just going and buying some Canyon River blues. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I think there was a bugle boy in this. A I think Kelly boy. pointed it out. The, oh no, that was Paper Girls. I'm I'm getting my time travel. Oh shit. My tra- my time travel. My it, Jesus. It, all is we in had your to do was butter. mention Ninja Turtles three, and you go off on a time travel skit. Uh, Elias is in that. Is in three. Casey Jones. He's he's back in time. He's White Samurai. Oh fuck. Yeah. Does he look like Raiden from Mortal Kombat? No, he looks like uh, Colin Farrell in the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. You will. One day. You sounded like the alien from Independence Day. Peace. No. No. <laughs> there you go. Drilled it. <laughs> Bill Pullman would be proud. Would Data be proud? I don't know. He was in a coma. <laughs> Sorry. Let's just make as many 80s and 90s references as we can. I can't fucking help Ninja it. Ninja Turtles. When fucking, uh, they... Do the, like, uh, take Splinter. There's a big old puddle of blood. That's not PG. (laughs) There was a dead body on the floor when he was talking about his master being slayed. I did read originally, what's his name? Taku or uh, the the number one guy? Uh Uh-huh. The Shredder's number one. Who was also in a lot of movies is that guy. Yeah. I feel like around that that time. That guy created a martial art sword style. Of his own? He was a real badass. Did he know the guy who could lift dumbbells with his nuts? I mean, everybody knows that guy. <laughs> like wait are we talking about the guy everybody has one of those guys. men who stare at goats or the guy who used to open for nine i'll be tales? in the other room <laughs> i did feel really sad like emotionally wrecked when like april tells them all about how she's like keeping this antique business open for her dead yeah. father and then the fucking Foot Clan burns it to the ground. Which is also her house above it. They're Bob's Burgers oh, oh, style. let's back up a little bit. Why does her boss come to her apartment? 
Or why is there, why is there boss there? Yeah, just in there. Well, Twice? He, he comes for seemingly no reason the first time. He was worried. She didn't let him know after she was mugged. It seems weird to go there and then be a little too friendly about it and too at ease and bring your teenage son who steals $20 from him. Little fucking ginger fuck. I mean, he gives it back, but... She seemed to be cool with well, him, then too. He comes back again with his teenage son. After he gets in trouble. And he takes her off a story... That I didn't know she was on. I didn't put that together as a kid. Yeah. That the, that the cop, that the chief had called him to work a deal. My entire childhood, I don't think I ever grasped that. Actually, let me refer. Last night was the first time I noticed that. You noticed the politics at yeah. work in Teenage Mutant Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles? It was the first time I noticed that portion of the movie. So that's why she got fired. Because she ended up slamming him again in the next interview about being mugged. See, when I was a kid, all I saw was like, this guy's concerned. This guy, why is he here again? In my apartment, why would he pull a shower open that fast? Someone else's shower. He just... Yeah, I mean, she could have had the dildo suctioned onto the tile. And she almost sees the Ninja Turtle. Yeah. But then the fight scene after that was fucking amazing. As far as, like, choreographed fight scenes with how much was going on. The one inside the antique shop? Anima- yeah. Yeah. And on the roof, where it's just Raph. Dude, the head pop. Like, that was legit. That was, was it Michelangelo that popped his head into Miss getting? Uh, yeah, I axe. think so. Yeah, but, yeah. And they did they bring axes? Yeah, yeah the that's foot the, clan just travels around the van full of axes because just sudden, in case. What they took out like the first wave, and then all of a sudden there's there's a foot They're soldier like, in the doorway. The axe guy, get him. Yeah, hey, hey, get get Zach. But that's exactly <laughs> what I remember from the cartoon. Yeah, but everything burns to the ground, and then for some reason. Something about them go into the farm because mm-hmm. they go to the April's farm after that. So this is the thing, April O'Neil. How much? How much does your family have that you take almost no care of? <laughs> yeah, she for lets real. the farmhouse go to shit. The antique shop is covered in dust. Her apartment is like, eh, is okay. yeah. Kelly was like, everything's so dirty in New York, and I was like, I don't know. I don't think she's taking very good care of stuff. I know. She, like obviously, I feel like there was some money in the family, or at least yeah. there was some. Like, well, I mean, in this, she works. <laughs> maybe you don't get paid as much when you work for Channel Three because in the cartoon she works for Channel Six. Oh, and in the comic book. She's not a reporter at all. She's Get a computer programmer in the fucking 80s, man. It's wow. progressive as fuck. Yes. Awesome. I mean, there's still um, a very low number of females in the engineering field in today's age. I forgot you work for an engineering company for a second. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. No, there's not a lot of female engineers. So, I mean, for that to be in the 80s, in a, I, that's... That's more useful in like a sci-fi world. Being a computer yeah, programmer. Yeah, like... Yeah. Maybe if you're Batman. Nobody's trying to Lois Lane this shit. That's not Batman. It's Superman. I know. It's Vicky Vale. Whoa, I know. <laughs> I was going for Lois Lane. I just like staring at you until you become uncomfortable. Uh, there's so much <laughs> tension in these shoulders. Did you notice Skeet Ulrich? No. He's fucking in this movie. He's in this uh, I was trying to keep it quiet Where? when it came up the Where? other times. In the very end, the guy is the number one right-hand man to the Shredder. Uh-huh. He's standing there, and next to him is the guy who plays Leonardo in the suit. Okay. And Is this when they walk up on Casey and the redhead trying to steal Splinter? Yeah, because I don't know if we said this before, but every single Ninja Turtle actor in their suit mm-hmm. makes an appearance somewhere else in the movie. The pizza guy is Michelangelo in the suit. Shut up. Yeah, so every single one of them, the Foot Clan that when April gets mugged the mm-hmm. second time in the subway, he slaps her across the face. Yeah. 
That is Donatello. But he's in another costume. Yeah, he's just playing a different actor. So wait, it's a the, fucking indie movie, man. They you, used all these guys to the max, and they all appear out of costume somewhere in the movie. Since you, uh... <laughs> but Skeet Ulrich, he's standing right next to the number one guy in that shot. But when they do a wide shot, he's not there. And so when they pull in, I, I had to keep watching. Wait, I rewound so is and it found when him. Casey's freeing Splinter with the redhead. Yes, and then he they turn and they're there. You're saying the uh, f- it's after that. It's just after that. He's in that scene towards the end of the the Casey Jones. Okay. Fight. Golf club fight. <laughs> so I've been so I'll never call that a Dell sport again. I've been so exhausted this week. I I told you I fell asleep watching it last night. Mm-hmm. I woke up re- like you know, I hit rewind quite a bit and I was like, "Okay, here I am." Passed out again within 5 minutes. That's when I was like, "Just go to bed, finish it tomorrow." Turns out I was 45 minutes away from the end when I actually started falling asleep. Um I sh- I wish I would have known this when I rewatched it. <laughs> they were like you play for the fourth time today but no i and that i deliver a message bitch slap <laughs> like, <laughs> like how how shitty is that it's like he holds out up. his hand right in front of her face and then just <laughs> like, yeah it's fucked up i started fucking cracking up i was like what the fuck yeah <laughs> it's april o'neill <laughs> that would not happen now no unless the movie was for adults yeah yeah no but no. this was this was a uh, a kid's movie that was treated very much like an adult movie. So do rats have the capacity to mimic their owners? This one learned karate. <laughs> Ninjutsu. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously, but And he did he did it pretty good. This is before the mutation began. That scene where he was doing that, Kelly was like, Oh my god, like it looked bad. Tell me that if a rat doing karate wouldn't look exactly fucking like that. <laughs> or like the the ninja turtles themselves when they're babies, that's what they look like for sure. Little red eared. Like you nailed it. You around. didn't ha- you did such a good job. Uh, but uh, Tatsu, that that's what the guy's name was. He had the best lines. The ones I remembered the most. Go. Play. <laughs> I remember Casey Jones is doing that. He's like, you can get a little. That's fucking advertising too. He's like, a little primatine mist would clear that right up. <laughs> Do you remember those primatine mist inhalers? Were yeah. those those? They were epinephrine in an inhaler, and they still fucking sell them at Walgreens, not behind the pharmacy. But I remember I had them emergency case for allergy at one point, mm-hmm. and they like gave you a rush. Like you'd be like. Okay, and you so get a little like shaky. The right? only reason I ever had them is because how many movies and TV shows was that in back in the day? Primatine Miss. Yeah. Oh, a lot. And Banaka. Yeah. <laughs> Banaka. That's the <laughs> other one. But I mean, how many of those like date movies or weird comedies from the eighties was that shit in? And it didn't taste that good. Oh, it tasted bad. I had actual asthma inhalers. Albuterol inhalers taste bad. Was- I was convinced it was like water and taste bad, and that it- was it. Yeah, man, but like it's if you saw it at the store, like, can I get one of those? Can I please get one of those? And then you yeah, get it. I'd end up doing the whole thing and like, here's an epinephrine inhaler, little boy. <laughs> well, you, you know, when you're a kid and you don't have your limitations, I would just sit there and just spray it until the fucking thing was empty. I, they wouldn't last more than a night for me. Yeah, it'd be gone in a day. So I'm inhaling that much of that shit. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. No, that product placement. And like you said, the Burger King. Yeah, the Burger King one caught my eye. And then the big final fight in the streets felt like the cartoon. Big time. One hit and the guy goes down. One hit and the guy goes down. But that one on the roof in April's apartment felt like a legit martial arts film. They fucking threw Raphael through the fucking the skylight. Oh, yeah. And him being in a coma. <laughs> 
It that was movie. it was that sad really hit me back in the day. Did you notice you can see the actor's mouth inside Donatello's mouth in that scene? I've seen that on a clip online, but I did not see it in the movie. When this I was the first it. time I noticed it. I'd uh, heard that, and I've seen it online. Like you know, I've seen the still shot. I've seen the video, and so yeah, I've seen it, but I didn't notice it watching it. I could. I was, I was looking for it when you I, were yeah. looking for yeah, it. Yeah, I'd heard it was there. I wasn't hunting for that. But that's the only other. The only other time is when they're at the fire. Mm-hmm. You can see the little slits under their masks because of the lights coming up from the below them oh, and they can't control it. What I could see was there's obviously like a bodysuit portion underneath, like the headpiece or yeah, something. Yeah, there's a seam where they tucked it in for sure. Yeah, and then under the shell, there's someone they're leaning forward, and so their arms are forward, and in between, I guess their shoulder blade and the shell, you see this weird. Uh, what did it look? It was almost like a suede. Like oh, really? Green suede. Oh, weird. Yeah, and because you could see like the wrinkles in it. No, I didn't notice that. You could see it was thin. It looked really good. The muscles looked good. The suit didn't look loose. The skin moved like skin. The number I kept seeing when I was looking things up was 70 pounds. That's what those guys had to wear was 70 pounds worth of stuff. That's why those guys... Those guys should get more credit playing those parts. Yeah, that's one of the weird little things I read between one yeah. and two. Because I always was like, Corey Feldman is inside that suit. Such and a he's not. He yeah. wasn't there. He was a good Donatello's voice. I think he may have only done it this movie, though. Uh, what about the Burbs? What was his name? Steve? He uh, kind of had that, like, uh... Oh, I meant, uh, I think he only does one Ninja Turtles movie. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought you meant his voice. <laughs> May have. Did you see who did uh, the voice in the cartoon for one of them? No. Hold on. Um, but yeah, the burbs. Uh, I might have to find the fucking burbs. Is um, this going to be one of those things like the Garfield Peter Venkman thing? Um, Garfield Peter Venkman. You didn't know about that? Wait, Garfield Peter Venkman. Peter Venkman, Bill Murray, yeah, in Ghostbusters. They asked Bill Murray what he thought of the cartoon, and he was like, "Well, everybody sounds great. I sound like Garfield." And I think it was a joke because Lorenzo Music, who does Garfield's voice, did Peter Venkman's voice in the Ghostbusters. And then thing. Bill Murray ended up doing Garfield because he thought it was a Coen Brothers movie. <laughs> because still, it said like Joel Cohen on. But or that Ethan connection Cohen. right yeah. there, it's weird, right? Did you know that Kennedy's secretary was Lincoln? And I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Different podcast. I'm sorry. Um, no, um, when Leonardo's voice actor was changed between seasons two and three, it was explained in show as being a result of damage to the larynx during his battle with the Foot Clan in the Invasion Part Two. Since then, he was henceforth and for the duration of the series voiced by Seth Green. Oh, weird, man. Fuck yeah, That's fucking man. crazy. So fucking Seth Green, I th- have we talked about how much he has done across the board? In our lifetime? Yeah, I mean, what was that movie, Airborne? The Rollerblade movie where he was the cousin? I never saw that. Oh, fuck. Okay, so, okay, yes, I, it was Airborne. Okay. He was like the cousin. Um, I remember thinking rollerblading was stupid. Was oh, <laughs> it was uh, my access to HBO Cinemax as a young child. I got to watch all the shit, and yeah. this was on one of those. Um. Anyway, Seth Green, man, was fucking Leonardo in the cartoon. That's so weird, because I don't think the cartoon ran... Wait, is it the one we watched? There's been a lot of cartoons. Oh, good fucking point. I forget that they have... The one we watched didn't run for that long, but they sold a lot of stuff. They did. And they sold a lot of fucking VHS tapes. I ooh, if I could find one of those. I have one. You have one? Yeah, I have the the one where they get shrunk by Craig. Oh no, I'm having a memory like I found one at one point and gave it's it. It's literally somebody. just like I think it's one or two episodes on a VHS. Yeah, tape, yeah, yeah. And they yeah, would yeah. sell you that shit for like ten bucks. It's fucking two. 
There's no way we would tolerate that shit these days. <laughs> you need way more of a TV yeah. show. But I remember I watched those two episodes over and over and over again. I think I had a three-hour tape of cartoons that I taped off of like my grandmother's TV, like Fox cartoons and stuff. Common. Yeah, and I watched those episodes just over and over and over again. We're back to VHS again. We talked about VHS last week, too, I think, maybe. Did we? Twas a blur. It was a blur. Yeah, so fucking Seth Green. Well, at some point, Seth Green was Leonardo. Still cool. Still cool. Still badass. Very good point. I forget. It's been done. Yeah, the cartoons. There were, like, uh, cartoon movies more recently than not, right? Probably. Yeah, I think Nickelodeon took over mm-hmm. the Ninja Turtles and it was like point. a whole thing again I don't even remember what channel it was on when I was a kid it was probably CBS <laughs> but I don't know one of those yeah I seem to have watched it a lot there was one house I got babysat at and that was the high point of the day was when that was on TV the rest of the time there was torture torture dude if I got too many check marks on the school on the chalkboard when I was six years old at uh, school um, you'd get so many check marks and three was big trouble That was my punishment, was I could not watch Ninja Turtles when I got home. It was used against me. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Ninja Turtles. I could probably go on about this movie for just hours. So many weird things in this. But this is so fun. A movie that I watched so much. I didn't even remember I watched it this much. It's crazy. Yeah, things were just coming to me, and I was like, well, I did have it on VHS. I had a VCR in the bedroom. Yeah, I knew lines were coming way before they were coming. Yeah, I knew they were coming without knowing that they were actually coming. The line would come to me like seconds before they'd say it, and it was really weird because it it came from way far back. Motherfucker. He was in like the 20 mid Oh, that's what it was. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, well, he's still been a part of it at some point. I feel like I looked up who did their voices, and it wasn't. It wasn't it still related. Take away from how much Seth Green has done. <laughs> yeah, and the Detroit's cartoon was batshit fucking crazy compared to the movie. The amount of work that went into this and the fighting and stuff mm-hmm. like that is that's crazy. The third one, I still remember. It was. I think I watched it because I was like. I'll watch April again. Yeah, uh, wasn't that... Because <laughs> it's Paige Tricka for the next yeah. two. They apparently didn't ask her back because she complained about how violent the movie was. I saw that. Come on now. In the 80s, everything had to be likable and safe. It had to be so likable and safe. It turns out we had it easy. They were worried about the wrong things. <laughs> so she was Will Patton's wife in Armageddon, the estranged wife. Oh, the fair-weather wife from Armageddon. The yes. fair-weather wife from Armageddon. <laughs> Is uh is the original April O'Neil from the first movie. She's come up a couple times in things we've watched, I think, um, for this. So I've had the pleasure of watching Halloween Town. It's an it's like a Yeah, you told me this before. I think you told me on the podcast. She her being in Halloween she's Town. She's the mom in Halloween Town. And is that another little kid thing? It's a Disney thing. Yeah. I knew nothing about it because it was it came out after our time, but yeah. Olympia knows about it. Well, our friend had uh sent us a message on Instagram and and talking about that Jurassic Park TV show for Uh, kids. uh What was it called? Camp Cretaceous. Yeah. And I was like, I I don't know what this is. I was like, I have no fucking idea what she's talking about. Camp Cretaceous is, it's its own story about Jurassic World. Kids stuff has gone off my radar. No, And that's the thing, you know, um, it's kind of a bummer too. Maybe I just need to watch DuckTales and drink a Yoo-Hoo. Silly sci-fi. That's my little kid movie. It's like kind of a bad sci-fi movie. Mom and Dad Save the World? I still, I think if we can find it, we need to watch Arrival. <laughs> the Arrival. Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. <laughs> Funny, we we love uh, Arrival with, uh, what's her name? Amy Adams? Yeah. And Hawkeye? It's my favorite short story ever written. I did not think they could make that into a movie. We told Olympia's parents to watch that? 
guess what they rented? What? Charlie Sheen. <laughs> they rent. Oh no, shit! <laughs> and they watched that. But even funnier, they rented a rival too. <laughs> hey, they went and saw Straight Outta Compton, thinking it was a movie about Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I made a funny. I felt so bad. This is the voice of Scott from the future, and we forgot to tell you what movie we're doing next week. So we're going to watch Villains on Hulu starring Bill Skarsgård and Michael Monroe. It looks really, really good. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at DispatchesFromThePit.com.